Hi, everyone. We're back to recap episode eight of season six, Below Deck Med, the very appropriately titled Lack of Service. Tonight, we discuss Lexi's new attitude, welcome in Tito's and tea guests, and we get to my very favorite part of the season, the slide drama. We'll give out some awards on who won, who lost the episode, go over our question of the week, and then we'll give out some listener-submitted life advice around finding normalcy in a stressful job. Now, before I bring in my co-host, I want to remind everyone that we're giving away a free, very stylish Pro Daisy hat. This is a one-of-a-kind hat, as far as I know, and you can be entered to win by leaving a rating on the Kiki and Kibitz Pod Center. Take a screenshot of it and email it to belowdeckpod at gmail.com. Entries are closing soon, so get your submission in this week. Let's dive right in here by bringing in my co-captain, Sean. Now, Sean, clearly Lexi wasn't up to the task of doing her job this week, but how much of that blame for poor service do you put on Katie? John, I, I would say at most like 5%. It, here's why. Katie was right. She went to Sandy, like I think two episodes ago, and was like, hey, I don't think Lexi is in the right mental state to be here. Like th this isn't the place for her right now. And Sandy was like, I, whatever, I'm not going to get rid of her. You have to make it work. So to me, like Katie knew like this, this isn't going to work out with Lexi. Like who was just a totally different person this episode. I right, like she was so subdued and everything. And like, she wasn't like being like disrespectful or mean to anyone, but she was just working super slow and her personality was way different. And like the only blame I'd put on Katie is like, maybe pick your battles and, you know, Courtney is the third stew. Just keep her on third stew duties all season. You could do that. Right. I mean, like, you know, you're supposed to give preference to Lexi because she is the second stew, but you know, that's not how Kitty does things. She likes to rotate and give everyone a chance. And like, she, she was right. And I mean, look, I, maybe she should have, maybe Kitty's not the best delegator all the time, but you can only do so much with Lexi at this point. So that's one of the things that Katie brings up in this episode. She says, what is she going to do? You know, uh, punish Courtney by keeping Lexi on in the same shift the whole time. Cause Lexi yeah, right. doesn't, cause Lexi doesn't want to do it. She's like, that's not fair to Courtney, which makes a ton of sense. And Sean, I know you brought it up in previous in previous episodes, but I just felt like captain Sandy was just going through like, a leadership seminar buzzwords here. <laughs> like, you know, she goes and she talks to Katie about how, you know, you really have to, you know, some people you have to work more with and how you're always going to feel that you're going to work with tough people, but mm -hmm. you just gotta, you know, you just gotta keep trying and you, you can't, what was the term she used? I think she used like, you, you know, you, you just can't quit on them. Yeah. Can't you know? quit. And, that was, a, or don't, like, don't give up on people. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, Yes, there is a difference between leaders, you know, really trying to help the people that are below them. But there's there's also a time when you just have to cut the cancer out of the crib. Yeah, exactly. And like, yeah, you know, Cindy, at the very end of the episode, which really bothered me, she's like, this is about Kitty's leadership skills. No, it's not. I really don't think so. You know, Kitty doesn't do the hiring or firing here. She's stuck with, you know, the suit she gets. And She's doing a great job with Courtney and like, like all she can do is, you know, kind of train people, teach them, you know, tell them what to be, you know, communicate well. And I think she's doing that with Lexi. And I, 
I Lexi this episode, it was so weird because, you know, I'd kind of defend her in the past because I thought she was pretty good at her job. Like she was, you know, good on service all the time. She was always like good with the clients, but it was weird. Like she like lost all of her confidence too. Yeah, she was messing up where she usually didn't. And you, and you're right. You usually do defend Lexi because you think she is good at her job, but she really just consumed herself with how much she didn't think things were fair or, you know, she kept playing the victim this entire episode, right? She yeah. called herself Cinderella of this charter, right? Like as if Katie's her stepsister treating her so <laughs> badly. No, Katie is your boss and you need to do your job, right? Yeah. She thinks that because Katie doesn't like her, she's putting her on breakfast and laundry. No, this is the system that Katie does. But Lexi continues to feel like she's the victim in these situations. And she rationalizes things where she's the victim. And even Courtney brings up the fact that, you know, if it's a task that doesn't involve guests, Lexi just doesn't give a shit about it. And it really does show. It's like, I've never seen like such weird mailing it in. Like, it, cause she was like doing work the entire time. Right. But it was just so slow. <laughs> like watching her like, you know, steam clothes or just like just doing an awful job cleaning all the rooms. I and then the I, tea, the tea, the 30 minutes for the tea. I don't know. The kitty ended up delivering. Yeah. So <laughs> that whole breakfast thing, and let's just get into the breakfast. So, yeah. you know, it's interesting. Lexi doesn't want to be on breakfast and laundry because she doesn't want to have to work with matt well i'm sorry lexi if you're doing lunch and dinner you also have to work with matt yeah i I honestly feel like we're at a point where lexi doesn't feel like she's being treated fairly unless she's being treated better than everyone else that's your definition so anyway let's get into this let's get into this breakfast and so let's talk about our charter guests that we're bringing in we're bringing in patrick and jennifer and this blow-up doll chad (laughs) <laughs> um, they all the men approach with a alcohol now t-shirts now it's interesting because katie put courtney on as the you know i guess the like you know the the main stew for the primaries in this episode right and the the, the night the night person kind of the nights yeah right yeah 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 and I like Katie's says they're going to be hammered. So they're not even going to know when you mess up. So it's going to be good for your confidence. <laughs> she didn't say it in those exact words, but that's kind of what she was getting at. Right. Yeah. Um, and so Patrick and Jennifer, so obviously they're going to want to drink a lot. I think they show it, you know, they're drinking mimosas in the morning. They're drinking champagne throughout the evening. Um, Tito's and tea was the main order for the, for the gentleman. Yeah. Um, is that sweet tea or are they just drinking like, Are they they drinking sweet tea? They can't be drinking unsweet. No, I think it's. Oh, I don't know. Is that what like a twisted tea is? Just iced tea and vodka? No, I no. A twisted tea is like a beer. Like I know it's not similar, but okay. It's kind of like it's. I think it's malted, but Mm. like never never had one. So, I mean, Patrick, just throw some lemonade in there. Give yourself a, a. Arnold Palmer with some Tito's, right? I mean, that's yeah. the move. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they're doing. John, what did you think of these guests? Were, were they cool them. or lame? I love them no, too. they were cool. I thought they might have been lame, but they're so cool. I would have loved to be part of that. They made, and I know we'll talk about, they made the relay race fun. Oh, yeah. It's hard to make a relay race fun. 
um, as an adult and they made it a blast. Yeah. I love like, there's a certain type of guy and most bachelor parties are like this where the point of your vacation is like kind of relive your college years again. Yeah. That's what they were doing. Like it was, yeah. I'm sure they were like cracking like the worst jokes from like, they probably went to college in like the mid nineties. I don't know, but like it, I, I liked it too. I was je- super jealous of that, uh, that beer games relay, which, oh. which we'll get to later. Yeah. Uh, but Sean, unfortunately they had some lackluster service here mm-hmm. uh, to the point where Patrick just got up and started pouring his own drinks, um, pouring drinks for everybody else. Now there's part of me that says Katie should have been there. Um, yep. but obviously she wasn't. And that was because she was trying to clean up Lexi's mess. Um, right. so I think that we're going to run into an issue here where if Patrick and Jennifer get off this boat and say that they thought that they didn't have good service, that may not look directly bad at Lexi, but that's not going to look good on Katie. That Katie takes the blame for that, right? Yeah, we'll find out. Um, yeah, I, I really felt bad for Katie here. Right, because, um, you know, Patrick got up and poured his own wine because Katie had helped Courtney out with like a bed sheet that Lexi didn't correctly. Like Katie was working so hard this episode and even like Patrick pointed that out. Like, and, and that's the problem. So like she's delegating, I don't know how effectively she's delegating, but she's delegating to someone who just doesn't give a shit in, in Lexi. And this is the result. So, I mean, Sean, let's talk about the breakfast, right? So it takes Lexi four minutes or 30 minutes to make a four minute tea. Doesn't even set the table for breakfast, no napkins, no plates, now she's making Katie's life really hard. And even the guests can see like that Katie is running around with her head cut off. Right. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, Katie takes the blame for bad service. She should take the blame for bad service. She's the chief stew. I think you probably get one charter to adjust. Like if you can't trust anything that Lexi's doing, you get about a day and a half to realize that you have to double check her work before you know before then switching into a mode where you have to double check her work yeah well that's a weird thing because like lexi was at her job decent like in previous charters just a new person this episode like and i like mentioned earlier like total lack of confidence like lexi was the girl that just stepped right in matt's dirt pile it was like i don't care about that like give me the food like not too long ago now she's afraid of matt and maybe it's yeah. because she thinks she's on thin ice because, you know, Kitty was trying to get rid of her earlier in the season and she doesn't want any conflict. Or maybe this is just her, like, after the fight the other night, kind of like sheltering or I, I don't know, but like, she's just not the same person right now. Um, I, I honestly think she's been like remunerating. Is that how you say it? Rumorating? Uh, like constantly thinking about all the bad things Matt has done to her, which like really isn't that bad of any, I mean, not no, great, yeah. nothing that bad, but she, because she constantly thinks about it, because yes, play the victim. She's been thinking for the last like 36 hours about how bad Matt's been to her. And now she has to work with him. And it's like the scariest thing. And like, I don't think Matt could give two shits about it. Yeah. I never thought she'd be afraid of Matt though. Like I, the power dynamics is so off right now compared to where it was earlier in the season. 
Oh, John, like, you know, speaking of, you know, delegating, um, and look, you can delegate all you want if the person you're delegating to doesn't want to work. There's not much you can do. Uh, Sandy, this episode, had, like, two different people drive the boat. Yeah, I actually wanted one of my honorable mentions that I feel like Uh, bringing it up here. Yeah, Um, yeah, let's go for it. So, Malia, her first season drives the boat off the dock. Her fifth season drives the boat off the dock. Now, if we're talking about progress here, like, she is ready to skyrocket. (laughs) Um, Like, no, I mean, I'm just kidding, but it's just... I mean, it's good for her. Sandy, I think, is probably a pretty good teacher. I think she's a. I think she's historically been a micromanager, but I think she's been a pretty good teacher. Um, and it's good. She she gets, you know, she gets people to experience new things and and get growth. And I think that's important, especially since, you know, I don't know how interested she is in having the same crew every year. I mean, obviously, right. she's had Malia, she had Hannah for a while, but you know, the more she the more she goes out of her way to teach the crew, the faster they're going to learn. And then, you know, the, the better her crew is going forward. Right. And like that is maybe that's admirable affair. And like, you know, Captain Lee never lets anyone touch the boat. Only he's driving. <laughs> but it does maybe make me think a little bit like maybe like uh, Cindy's first officer is driving the boat 90% of the time. And she's just so over it. And she wants to be a motivational speaker and, she wants to hang on the galley, but I, I don't like you let Lloyd drive the boat too. Of all people. Uh, and I, we, we like Lloyd, but look, I, mean, <laughs> I guess, I guess, I don't know. Um, there were a couple other things that Sandy did in this episode that I thought were even more egregious. If I could, you know, hyperbole a little bit. Okay. So, so Sean, Let's talk about the slide. One of my favorite parts of the season. Um, Sandy gets so micromanaging in this aspect. I know she wants all the toys to be out. I know she wants to have the fun factor, but you have a bosun that you've had for like on your boat for five years now. And Sandy is literally sitting there pumping up this slide that no one is on anymore. Yeah, right. Because she wants to have the slide be rock hard. She even suggests that you pump it up after every time someone goes down it. Like these people, yes, you have a crew of four that are like working the deck, right? But you can't just have someone sit there like pumping this up for six hours. So Sandy is like, oh, let me do it. I guess if she's not driving the boat, Sean, she can just pump up the The slide slide at all times. Yeah, I really think, um, you know, they showed you know, previous seasons of her telling people about the slide. Uh, Jiao, or as he's known on the internet, Wow, only Bosun really, in any of the Blood X seasons, that's good at the slide. Like, Eddie's, Eddie Lucas is my guy, but he's not good at it. Not a slide guy. It, no, he's not a slide guy. So, it's, um, I love, I love Malia's reaction, though. Because you can tell Malia isn't used to any criticism from Captain Sandy. And like when she gets it, she's like can't handle it. I mean, I that, even well, she threw he she got thrown under the bus. Like so, Sandy <laughs> even goes to the point of like talking to the engineer about it, saying, "I just think they don't want to blow up the slide." And they're yeah. saying, "Oh, it leak! How fast it leaks! All this." And Malia's like, 
she just goes down there to call her out. She's like, listen, we blew it up in the morning and it was a little soft by the afternoon. Like we can't have someone constantly sitting there blowing it up. If we just maybe blow it up every hour, we have a chance. But it's just like Sandy's going to everyone talking about the slide. And I just, I was like, don't you have better things to do? Like you have a comp, you have a very, you have a crew that seems to be really good. I think this is one of the best deck crews we've seen in a couple seasons as far as head to toe, even with Z being green. Yeah. I think you tell them, hey guys, we need to keep the slide afloat and that's it. <laughs> you let you let them handle it. You don't go to the engineer. You don't bring it up. You don't do this. You don't pump it up yourself. You you trust the process. Yeah, I love. Um, it was the engineer, the first officer, whoever. I think it must have been the engineer. But it was like, oh yeah, they don't want to refill it. You know, every once in a while because they hate the slide. That yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think that was the first time we've heard Sandy criticize Malia at all, and it was. It was a light criticism, but yeah, no, no. It's like an old married couple at this point. Yeah. Those two. Um, Sean, anything else real significant? I do have some honorable mentions, but any other like big topics? Because I've got I've got some good uh, honorable mentions here. So let's let's get to them. Okay. There's a point where David says, oh, I'm glad I asked Malia the questions I asked her the night before about if, if she likes him, things like that. How old is David? Because he's already talking about how he wants to settle down. He wants to find someone that he can travel with. It's like, dude, you're like on a yacht in Croatia. Like you're, I feel like most of these yachties like have like side gigs that last like three months at a time like depending on the season it's like right. just enjoy like he's got to be what mid maybe mid maybe late 20s yeah like that, that's my guess too i feel like he's just trying to rush it like just go enjoy this man he's trying to rush his rejection too like i say like dude like live in a little mystery for a little longer and see i don't know like it's something to look forward to every day like oh maybe malia likes me and he just rushed yeah. he cut really to the chase of like oh she doesn't yeah and we're that, on like that, charter we weren't even on charter four and he had already asked him he, we, he had already asked her twice if she liked him. I know. And now that's probably going to delay him being named Lee Deccant. Not going to Which he obviously is, but hey, man, Lloyd's driving the boat. And, is and now it, you, is it you, even, put, you put Millie in a weird position, too. I, I hate when they when, – whenever a Lee Deccant is named, like all hell just breaks loose. Like, I love, yeah, but it's funny. I, I love people – the argument of a rank when it really doesn't matter at all. It does. They're working so well right now. I wouldn't be surprised if she didn't name Lee Deckhand because what good can come from it? Yeah. Like she's, she's barely doing, and I don't mean this as a criticism. I mean, this actually to, as a nice thing about to say about Malia, it seems like she's barely doing anything this season because she's trained her deck crew so well. Right. I, like I don't, yeah. I really, I really don't mean it as a criticism. Even she mentioned today, she's like, I was able to do my hair differently because I had so much time. Like she's got this running like a well-oiled machine. I feel like why mess that up? Yeah. You, hey, she she's yeah, she's an awesome bosun right now. So not knocking Malia. She, I, I had her win the episode last week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sean, one more uh I had uh early in the episode, Z and Courtney are sitting up what what seemed like the bow, uh pretty drunk. And Z brings up that he wants to bring Courtney 
uh, back to South Africa to go to, to meet his parents and live by the ocean. And Cape Town, uh, yeah. Cape Town. Now, Sean, I've had some friends before that no matter how drunk they got, they would remember every single thing you said to them. And they would <laughs> keep every everything you said, like, hey, man, let's go get pancakes in the morning. They would be at your door the next day, like, <laughs> like waiting for pancakes. Um, I don't think Courtney's going to Cape Town. I would, I absolutely love those two together. Uh, but I just love the, the, the throw, oh, you know, throwing it out there uh, by Z. I think it sounds like they have a pretty sweet house too. Like they're around the water. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think there's, there's some chances with Courtney and Z now. They mentioned it a little bit later on. Like they have a little chemistry. They feel like they've known each other for a while. So holding out hope there, 100%. Yep. Um, some other things I had. Uh, so Lloyd, obviously he was a tour guide. And, you know, he's talking about, right before he's steering the boat, but how, you know, he was, uh, you know, his, his, his previous jobs. Uh, the one photo they showed of him being a tour guide was a bus that was halfway into like a bunch of bushes. <laughs> that was like trying to make a sharp, like 180 degree turn. Um, if you go back and look at it, it is, it's, it's very funny. Uh, the one photo they use. I don't know. If, I don't know if he did that on purpose, uh, but it was pretty funny. Um, I feel like Lloyd should move to like Portland, Oregon, or like Brooklyn. He would do so well. He would just right? kill it. Just like a, like yeah. a hipster guy. Yep. Maybe he works at like a brewery or Ken's bar or a coffee shop. I, he would kill in like one of those towns. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the I got two more. Okay. Um, so the food this episode, Matt's killing it. Oh yeah. The Love food it. was great. The surf and turf looked awesome. I think the guests are very much enjoying that part of the service, even if they can't get a drink. Um, but kudos to Matt. He's, he's doing great. It's never been a service issue. Oh yeah. No, yeah. Matt, Matt's never had a bad meal so far um, that he was present for at least. Fair. Um, so I know Patrick tells chef Matt after the first dinner, like, Hey, tomorrow, I know we mentioned German food because we're doing Oktoberfest. Maybe we don't do German food. And Jan, I want to ask you, do you like German food? Um, I feel like it's skewed skewed because most of the time when I'm drinking German food, eating German food, I've been drinking a lot. Yes. And they're like the <laughs> best broadwords I've ever had. Like, what is it's like pretzels. I mean, yeah. You probably don't want to so it soaks the booze up pretty well. Yeah, it does. You probably don't want a full day of it. I think uh, Patrick's like, let's just do it for lunch. Yeah. For the beer games and not for dinner, which I, you don't want a full day of it. Uh, I like how like the Germans or the Eng the English are the two people you can always make fun of. It's, it's I don't know. <laughs> like, you know, if you make fun of, you know, someone else's food, it's not going to go well. But the Germans and the English, it's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, and then Sean, my uh my last honorable mention was the police approaching, obviously. Mm. So uh the people, you know, the guests were out there having a great time on the uh, jet skis. However, they were definitely not with they were definitely not adhering to the 300 meter buffer to the shoreline. I guess they were going fast too. Um, I think the job of a police boat in Croatia is to make sure nobody dies. 
Yes. But other than that, you're letting the charter guests, which are paying a shit ton of money, uh, live and let live because if the police are strict on the, if the police are strict on the water and constantly, you know, j- pulling up to these mega yachts, that's not good for the industry. This industry is built on tourism. So like the police just came around and basically just, you know, whatever is less than a slap on the wrist, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> cause when you see it, it's, it makes for a great like preview of an episode, like, Oh shit, the police are here. Yeah. They're, like everyone's doing cocaine. They're arresting them. But uh, no, uh, one, one more thing, the beer games. I know we mentioned they looked amazing. Um, the camera crew really liked that one girl, Cindy. Yeah. A lot of Sydney time. Notice that. Um, <laughs> Who doesn't talk the entire episode, but the the fellas running the cameras this season, they were fans. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they, I, I don't even, I can't even say they know their audience because I feel like this is definitely skewed towards women, right? It's on Bravo, but below deck out of all the shows probably gets the most guys in there. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to look though. But yeah, Jenna, my question was also was like, why don't all charters do this? It just looks fun. I don't know. Like, and you, you feel mean like, like what? Like just, a relay race or why does, yeah, why don't yeah. they all have camera crews? No, 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 like why not? Why don't they all do a relay race? That looks awesome. Yeah. I, I think you got to have the right vibe. I think you'd have the right crew, right? Like not every, not every charter is like everyone's into running as weird as that sounds. <laughs> Uh, it's just middle of the day yeah. great. let's put it this way if i were to have a two-day charter i would have a relay race somewhere in there but 100% also me too also like it probably gets you like buzzed up real quick you know oh like, yeah if you're like, drinking like three beers in a 30 minute span like there's like a 30 percent chance i'm not making the next meal that well i mean you do you're really good at chugging too thank you so you would thank you I had a nice couple of yeah. I win the relay race. John, yeah, John, John would do very well the relay race. But sure. um, yeah, you're right because you're drinking all day before and then all yeah. day after, and then you have a weird relay race in the middle. But I don't know. I'm I was into it. Yeah. No, I liked it. Um. So Sean, who'd you have uh winning the episode? Maybe controversial, but I went with Katie. And here's why. One, she she was she was right that this wasn't the right environment for Katie, or for, sorry for Lexi. She like I, she was just correct on that. She made the right call to Sandy that Sandy didn't listen to her with. Uh, I just loved her composure all episode. Super hard worker. Just love how she like you know steps in and helps Courtney with the bed. I don't know. Maybe she's too patient with Lexi. But that's kind of admirable too. And I thought she was just great with the guests, you know, who were kind of like maybe criticizing her department a little bit, like, oh, it feels like you're the only, only person working. But I love that moment where I think uh I think Patrick goes, Oh, uh, Katie, uh, what town are we in? When they're like passing by a town, and she just goes, Oh, Croatia. And they all start <laughs> laughing. Like, yeah, she she's got something with the guests. So and she's doing her best to verbalize her issues to Sandy. Sandy just isn't listening, but I'm I'm picking Katie this episode just for the hustle. Yeah, that's true. I mean, at the very top of the episode, you mentioned that there's a very small blame that likely goes to Katie. I mean, 
maybe some of that goes to Sandy more than Katie because Sandy, Katie said, this is an issue. I don't think we can get past this. Yeah. And Sandy, Sandy just had some, I don't know, like <laughs> motivational speaker talk. Uh, so I, all right, that's a good one. It's not who I had. Who's um, you have? I had the guests. I had the yeah. charter guests. I loved yeah. them. I thought they were great. Patrick, Jennifer, I just want them. I hope, I don't know how long this charter is going to be. Is it just one night? Is it two nights? I think it's um, two. Well, because we had the first dinner and then they're doing another dinner after the, the beer Oh, yeah, game. so it's two nights. Yeah, so yeah. I, I don't know. They're probably not going to span three episodes, so we probably say goodbye to them next week, but yeah. I loved them. I thought they were great. Um, you don't always, you don't always get someone this entertaining and, um, just someone I feel like, like I could be on the Strider and be, who would fit right in. Oh yeah. hundred percent. That, like I mentioned the beer games, but they're super American, but like, I think in a fun way, like if I was yeah. be like, what are Americans like? I'd be like, Oh, these people, cause yeah. they all kind of dress like slobs or all the guys did at least, but like that's how Americans are on vacation. There's like, I'm here to relax and I'm here to relive my college years. So yeah, I, 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 I love, I love their demeanor. They're my favorite guests so far this season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. John, who'd you have losing the episode? I didn't love Sandy this episode. I'll tell you that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I kind of thought Sandy lost the episode. I mean, at any point, if you're the captain and you're blowing up a slide that nobody's currently on, <laughs> I think you, you got to reassess what you're doing. Um, I didn't, you know, I think it's coming back to bite her a little bit that her chief stew came to her and said, I think we have a serious issue. And she kind of, I don't want to say blew her off, but you know, I think she should maybe, I don't say she should, but like if you're chief stew, who has worked for, I don't know what, just probably just under a decade on boats is saying, I think we have someone on our hands here that it, we're not gonna be able to get past this maybe you just trust them. I know that it's a new relationship, but if she trusted her, you're not in this mess right now. And you've got your, well, you probably didn't get a crew already, but, um, you know, maybe you could have anticipated this a little bit better. hundred percent agree. Um, so, I mean, you know, John, this episode ends with, uh, one of the guests going to Katie. Oh, Hey, I don't think, uh, Lexi finished my room yet. And then Cindy overhears it. So, I, and, you know, Cindy's kind of like, oh, this is on Katie. But then she also gets a text message from the, like, kind of employment recruiter person. Like, hey, we have a, a stew that's ready to come on. So a little cliffhanger there. Uh, do you think, is Lexi going to make it? I mean, I don't. The worst thing would be was that. I don't know if this person is a lead stew is a second stew. Oh God. Yeah. Is there a chance that Sandy says you're not the right leader for us? I don't think so, but is there, there's a non-zero chance that she's there to replace Katie. I I think the way the episode ended with like, this is, this is about Kitty's leadership that they're trying to lead you to believe that no way. I don't No way. That's the case. I don't think. Uh, Right. (laughs) <laughs> the, internet, I, the, the internet would explode <laughs> yeah um but i think she'd bring back i would think she would she well it's really tough to bring back anybody from previous seasons because of the quarantine and stuff but yeah right yes, I, 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 I don't think i don't think, think, think lex is gonna make it i think yeah it's gonna be her last charter right and that's i had her losing the episode which i know is pretty obvious but 
I didn't recognize this person today. I mean, she wasn't mean to anyone. Like, you know, her worst self is her that one night super drunk, just personally insulting everyone. But like, she's just like being bad at her job all day. It was weird. The lack of confidence. I don't. And look, I know, you know, her father just passed away. Maybe she's having like an off couple of days, but she's also mad that she's she's on third two duties. So. Who, who who knows who knows with Lexi but that's I know that's a pretty obvious one but like it and like I, I've been the guy at work you know every once in a while where I'm like all right I'm just gonna I'm an autopilot today but sure. I put in way more effort than that yeah that was that was below bare minimum um I totally agree Sean so while we're talking about the crew here um I think, why don't you, why don't we just jump into the question of the week? Sure. I just wanted to, because I feel like we're kind of at the midway point right now. Yeah. And like, obviously, you know, last Blodek med season, you know, contentious, controversial season. But like, I, I just want to kind of check in with you and kind of compare uh, like this current season to the Blodek med season five crew. So I think the, the big difference was obviously we've got can we've got a cancer on board right in Lexi. Um, mm. I think last season they were a lot earlier to cut out the uh, cancer because last season Laura was a nightmare, right? And they they cut her out in like the first couple episodes. She was a nightmare, and right, yeah, they got rid of her real fast. Yeah, they got rid of her real fast. I don't, I honestly don't remember too much if she quit. I feel like it was like she was going to get fired. So she quit anyway to save face. But, um, you know, I think she this, quit too. Yeah. Yeah. But this season, like, we're still dealing with this crap. And, like, honestly, Lexi is just exhausting me. I'm not enjoying when she's on camera. Um, I do like a lot of other people on this, on here. Um, as far as like the cast itself, maybe if I could get, Alex from last season. I would mm. like that. Um, I'd say I love Kiko, but I don't know. I mean, if we really look back at it, was Kiko like the best guy that just wasn't serving the right food? I here here's here's where I am on like Kiko and like kind of this season. I look maybe Chef Matt's a better chef than Kiko. That's very possible. You know, he's no one's complained once, but I was rooting really hard for Kiko every episode. We all I don't, yeah, I don't know if I really have someone this season I'm like rooting really hard for all the time. Yeah. Maybe it's Katie, maybe it's Z, but I'm not at the level yet. And I don't like, I, I like the, de- I think that this deck crew works way better together. Like I like them as like a whole a lot more. Yeah. I think everyone like the, the crew dynamic this season is probably a little bit more fun. There's yeah. way more, way more drama last season. And look, um, you know, you know, Kiko got fired, Hannah got fired, uh, Tom, that guy was a lot. Uh, the Pete, we even mentioned Pete, who got these cut out of the show. Yeah, like he was, I guess he, it, I just edited, edited him out. Well, he so Pete was a lot. So, I mean, at the beginning, it just seemed like Malia like died inside every time he called her sweetheart. Yes. Which, like, yeah, you probably shouldn't do that to your boss. Um, 
And then they, I, I think the scuttle was, was that someone brought to light some, like, I don't know if it was like racist or misogynistic or something, some, some like old posts <laughs> that he had had. I, um, I, John, I saw them. It's look, it's extremely racist. The, like his post, it's also extremely confusing. I'm not recommending anyone look up, you know, Pete below deck season five Instagram post. But if you do, you're like, Oh, that's wrong. But also like, I don't, I am also confused. Yeah. It was, it was super weird. I don't. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, honestly, other than that's like Bugsy's great. So Sean, let's just do a quick rundown. This will take two minutes. Okay. Uh, Hannah or Katie. Oh, dude, this is, um, Katie compared to Hannah last season. Yes. Yeah. Right. Not, Katie. not, not Hannah at her peak. But I'll take Kitty this season over Hannah season five, who was checked out, by the way. Right. Uh, Kiko, Tom, or Matt? Kiko's my favorite character. Okay. So we've got Katie and we've got Kiko. Okay. We've got the chef and the chiefs too. Malia or Malia? This Malia. Gotcha. 100%. I love yeah. yeah, this Malia is great. Um, we're probably keeping two deck hands from this season and adding Alex. Yes, I, I agree I, with that. Right, so I don't care which ones we keep; they're they're all great. I would, then, I would, I'd probably just keep Z, and then, yeah, Z, Alex, and then Lloyd or David, depending on the day. Yeah, and then Aisha, Bugsy, or Courtney. Oh, uh, I love I, uh, I love it, Aisha or Asia, Asia, but Asia, yeah. She was she was no fun last season because she didn't like the crew. Yeah, the season before she was amazing. I'd go with Asia. Right, Courtney's starting to grow on me more. Courtney's like the only like girl that seems to be into any of the guys that are on the boat and available. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep Asia Courtney. Let's, so, let's, we, so we've got a mix then. I mean, it yeah, seems right. like this. Yeah. So it's it's a good mix. Um, this season has some different things. I think once we can get. The cancer out of here um you just got to cut it out let's just yeah let's just cut it out um and hopefully that happens next season and we get rid of lexi so yeah anyway right. well next episode yeah uh yeah, yeah i mean yeah last politic mid season was wild i know it's like the highest rated season ever but did leave a little bad taste in a few people's like few viewers now so it's yeah. i think i think it's close i think yeah. more happened last season but we still got half a season to go so yeah um, so anyway, uh, before we get to our listener submitted life advice, which Sean this week really hits home, um, it's about, you know, trying to find some normalcy in a, uh, you know, while having a pretty busy job. Um, I want to take a minute to talk about our Patreon website, go to patreon.com slash kicking kibitz to subscribe to additional content, um, exclusives and outtakes. Um, it's a great way to interact with kicking kibitz. And donations help support some of our production costs. Um, Sean, so let's get into life advice. Hey, Below Deck Boys. So I recently started a very stressful job where I have to work six days a week. I always have Sundays off, though, and I look forward to it all week. The problem is by the time Sunday comes around, I'm too tired and emotionally drained to do anything. I usually don't see friends or do anything fun. I just hang on my couch and mostly do laundry. 
This is demoralizing. And I feel like I have no life outside of work. However, I really don't know how to fix it since I'm never in the mood to have any fun on my day off. Thanks for your help. So she did have a follow-up, which said, I should probably just get a new job, but it's not really in the cards right now. Okay. So Sean, if you don't mind, I'm going to take the floor on this a little bit. Go for um, it. As you know, Sean and I, well, Sean and I were roommates for a couple of years. I think I worked way more Saturdays than I like to think about. Um, I am a CPA. So from, I don't do taxes, but I have a pretty similar season to those who do. So from basically mid-January to end of April, I'm working every Saturday and some Sundays. So I get where you're coming from. Um, I would say that I think, I think you're being a little tough on yourself. I know it can feel demoralizing how you feel like you have no life outside of work. However, you do need time to recharge. So yeah, the right. fact that you're taking this day off and you know, this day off is literally just like a day for you to lounge around. I don't think that that's a bad idea at all. It might not be like the most fun, but you do need time to recharge and, you know, sleep in, just lay around, let your brain just kind of chill for a day. Um, I think that that's one of the, the things that people don't necessarily do and they're going to burn out. You know, if you're, if you're spending your only day off trying to fit in like a week full of fun in one day, you're going to burn out. Um, oh yeah. So the one thing that I would say, and Sean, as you know, um, even if I knew I had to work Saturdays, I would still make time on Friday evenings, not late nights, but just Friday evenings to go to, go to a happy hour, you know, go, go to a bar, shoot some darts with friends, get a couple drinks, something that differentiated Friday from the rest of the week, you know, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not going home loaded. I'm not going home at midnight. I'm leaving it still like eight 30 or whatever it is, but I've differentiated Friday. And so even though I have to work Saturday, it kind of hits a little bit different. Um, and then the other times is, and I don't know how late this person's working, but, um, uh, I usually try to do like a, like a dinner date or something, you know, where I, yeah. I would just call somebody up and say, Hey, let's go get dinner Wednesday night. I can't go until I can't go until maybe eight o'clock, but let's go, you know, if, the, if that works for you, let's go do it. What that does is that breaks up your week. So it's not just six straight days of working. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it breaks it up into the kind of chunks, you know, two days and get to, until I get to see my friend two days until, you know, I get to go to this happy hour. So I know a lot of people are dealing with that now, especially more people working from home than ever, but you, you gotta, you gotta break up the monotony, um, to stay sane. And I, I hope that advice helps. I think that's great advice, man. I like one point I was going to make, um, which you kind of brought up was your one day off. You don't want to over schedule it. Like you said, like you'd need some just free time to like whatever, catch up on TV or do whatever, or catch up on TV and do whatever. One thing I would try to say though, um, try to get like your laundry done another, another, another night. Like don't make your one day off be like you just like doing cleaning your apartment or your house or doing chores or whatever. Like you really need it to be like a full relaxed day. So try to fit that in during the week. I love your idea about like fitting like fun time in during the week too. Cause right. Just waiting like six days for like to do anything fun. That was brutal. Yeah. I do think though, like one thing I suggest, I think you'd sign up on this. Uh, says so she has Sunday mornings off, maybe Sunday morning, like wake up and like go for a run, 
or go to the gym or do some sort of exercise. Cause I feel like that kind of, I know that helps me like work out some of like the lingering stress from the work week. Sure. You know, just like get, you know, get that out of view and stuff. And like, you know, I don't know. I I just think that helps. And I would, I would suggest your one day off though, try to do one thing, whatever it is, like, Maybe it's, uh, you know, you buy yourself something. Maybe you, you know, go get brunch with a friend, you know, dinner, go to, go to eat one of your friend's house. You want to, you got to like hang out, make some time with friends at least once a week. And maybe it's on a Wednesday night or Friday night too, but you got to, you got to fit it in at some point. Cause otherwise you really will, that really is demoralizing. Yeah. So, um, that's life advice. I hope it helps. Um, we got, think we have some creative ideas here. And so hopefully you can incorporate in those and let us know how it works out. We're, we'll always be at below at gmail.com. So, um, so Sean, you know, I'm excited for the rest of the season. Uh, it sounds like we have somebody new coming on boat. So um, if it replaces the person I'm hoping it's replacing, I might love, end up loving this season. So, um, you know, followers ask you to, uh, please follow Kiki and Kibitz, keep up on all the Bravo action. Sean's, you're no longer at Sacco 24142. What's the new one? Sean Pole Boats? No, at Below Sean. It wasn't taken. Yeah. Wow. All right. Sean's at Below Deck Sean, and I'm at John Farley XC. (laughs) Um, Please submit for some listener-submitted life advice. Um, I know we've had enough to run through at least one uh, every episode, but um, please send them in because we're we're working through our queue here, and we're going to be out soon. So. Um, please let us know until next time. Um, we're here, Sean, John, thank you. Thank you everyone for listening. Bon voyage.